Hey, I'm Charles Barkley. Call for a Redmond and water at bars and restaurants throughout the great state of Alabama. Redmond Vodka, available at select ABC stores and package stores. Redmond Vodka is eight times distilled, gluten-free, and is made from non-GMO corn. Looking to support a local business? Redmond Distilling is Alabama proud and minority-owned. Learn more online at redmonddistilling.com. I was going to ask you to tell me a joke, but I wanted to tell my joke first, but no. Tell me a joke. Tell you a joke. Yeah. Have you heard how Moses makes tea? How? <laughs> he brews. <laughs> <laughs> what has four wheels and flies? My wife? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to say the punchline because it's a garbage truck. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> No. Yeah, man, you messed that one up. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) But she drives very fast. (laughs) A Birmingham native, Valton Johnson has a multifaceted background that encompasses a wealth of experience ranging from human resources, environmental sustainability, to voiceovers and playwriting. Johnson's most recent playwriting venture, Welcome to Dundrell Heights, is currently under contract with an Atlanta-based network to produce six streaming episodes. Johnson serves as CEO of the Johnson Management Group, which specializes in brand recognition, public relations, and strategic business development. Johnson also has more than 25 years of professional experience in career coaching, human resources, and public relations. He can tap into the pulse of your business and create demonstrable, did I say that? Demonstrable, yes. Actionable results. He has successfully established community partnerships and actively sustains core relationships with various local, state, and federal government agencies and institutions. Twelve years ago, Valton began lending his voice... To a series of creative projects and now has a national client base that utilizes him exclusively as their voice over talent. Johnson's voice can be heard in airports, train stations, aerospace companies, and on various commercials across the U.S. He is very proud to have been the voice for the World Games 2022. His area of expertise includes audio narration voiceover, public relations and media consulting, media recognition, media digital marketing and content development strategy. Some of Valton's premier clients include Birmingham Jefferson County Transit Authority, UNCF, Mayor Randall Woodfin, Agency 54, Birmingham Shuttlesworth International Airport, and E3 Aerospace Engineering Firm. 
I usually don't read everybody's um, bio like that. But see, <clears throat> we need to send you some business. <laughs> well, that would be very appreciative. Yeah, so I hope um, I hope you get some contracts out of that. Well, thank you. Um, first things first. I have a little bone to pick with you. Sure. Hope there's some meat on it. I thought I had the deepest voice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know, I thought I was, you know, I, I thought I had a commanding voice. But, bruh, <laughs> you take the cake. Man, God blessed you with that. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And now, now, you were born in Birmingham. Right. What side of town? Tell, tell me the Burm. What, as the saying goes, as the question goes, what makes you so Birmingham? What makes me Birmingham? Yeah. Is that I was born in Birmingham. Yeah. Raised in Birmingham. What, what hospital? I went to the UAB hospital back okay. in that day. Okay. And my parents, uh, Adolphus and Nadine Johnson, God rest their souls, mm -hmm. they moved us from Titusville to West End. Okay. And I went to Ephesus Junior Academy for my years of training. But you started in Titusville. I love it. Yes, I did. <laughs> on, on 15th Street. Okay. So okay. we moved when okay. I was four okay. to Mem Street. Okay. Several blocks from then, the mayor, Richard Arrington. Yeah. And my sister, Adrian, taught one of the Arrington kids at Ephesus Academy okay. many years after I was gone. Okay. Okay. But I went to Jackson Elementary initially. Uh -huh. And when my mother joined the Adventist Church, we then transitioned over to the Ephesus Seventh-day Adventist School, which was Ephesus Junior Academy. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then where did you go to – where was your matriculation? So I matriculated educationally. Ephesus Academy went from the K through 10. So mm -hmm. I spent my five years there. Five was actually six, five through 10. Mm -hmm. Then I went to West End High School. Okay. So I'm a graduate of West End High School, 1983. Okay. And then I went to UAB. Now, hold on. Yes. What did you do in high school? Were you in the band? Did you sing? Did you? What was your That's interesting. Extracurricular... And I was hoping you weren't going to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like you wanted to blast through there. This is why. Well, yeah. So what happened was, what happened was, my parents always said, don't play in the house. Okay. My brother and I were playing in the house one day. Uh -huh. And he pushed me, and I went through the wall. Oh, my goodness. Yes. My parents were very meticulous people. Our home looked like a museum. Yeah. And my father got in. He was very um, he was very disciplinary, much of a disciplinarian. He uh -huh. asked, what happened to my wall? Uh -huh. We thought we were going to be dead. <laughs> right. He went to the hallway phone, and he called Dr. A.G. Gaston. He said, A.G., this is A.D. That's what they call my dad. Uh -huh. My boys need a job. So... <laughs> So you asked what my extracurricular activity was. You was, was working going down off to that Citizen wall. Federal Savings Bank right wow. down here on Third Avenue. I did that until my junior year, and then I was discovered by Houston Brown. Betty Brown was my instructor, and Lanier and I were real close. And she said that John Falkenberry, Falkenberry Watley, and Height, well, actually, it was Stuart Falkenberry and Watley, needed a runner. So I went and I applied for that position. Wow. And they allowed me to work for it. And in, in, incidentally, Donald Stewart was the United States senator at that time from Anniston, Alabama. Oh, wow. So I worked for Stewart Falkenberry and Height during 
the beginning of USV State. If you're not aware of USV State, uh, that is when the United States discovered that the state of Alabama was doing vestiges against the black colleges. So there was a lawsuit filed, and guess who got drawn for the lawsuit as the judge? U.W. Clement. Right. So in 1983, they recused Judge Clement because he was a senator, state senator, so he had insider knowledge as to what was going on. So they didn't want that truth to come out. So at that time, I was working for Falkenberry, and we were going to the University of Alabama. We were going all around the state getting documentation. I was the runner. So my parents had blessed me with a car. So I was going to A&M because that's who we were representing at the time. Robert Potts, an, a, law, a lawyer from uh, Tuscaloosa, was representing the University of Alabama. Solomon C., who's now passed, was representing Alabama State, along with Donald Watkins. And that's when I became aware of Donald Watkins, who then subsequently hired me to do some work for him. Well, during that time, I was 18 now, and we're in trial at the old federal courthouse, not the Hugo Black, Uh and rolls in Governor Wallace. This getting better and better. Governor Wallace is on the stand because John Falkenberry and Joe Watley are about to uh, ask him various questions. Mm-hmm. He w- looks at me and he says, he beckons for me. I asked John and Joe if I can go over and speak with him. They said, yeah, sure. I went to him and he said, son, I just want to apologize because of the things that I did to your people. That was a defining moment for me because then I recognized that there was racism in this world because I had never experienced it because my parents raised us in a world where they had white friends to come over to for dinner. We had all kinds of people in our sphere. And then I went to work for an all-white law firm, so I had never experienced anything. So I was a little clueless as to what the heck he was talking about. Wow. So my background has really pivoted me and prepared me for where I am today, and I'm grateful for the ups and the downs. Because only a lily can grow in a valley. You have never seen a lily grow on the mountaintop where roses can grow. So you must appreciate both flowers for where they grow. And you got to appreciate people where they are. And that's what Jesus did. He met people where they were. Man, I'm having chills right now. (laughs) Because I just saw some lilies growing in a valley. Praise God. And you about. and you just said, I don't know what that means, <laughs> but somehow, wow, man! So first, first of all, let's rewind. First of all, so you've always been about your paper, <laughs> you know. You started working early and all this, and so you were doing all this same stuff while you were at UAB. Yes. Tell, yes. Okay. And. Um, um, and in, in, interestingly enough, while I was at UAB, I didn't do well. Mm-hmm. I didn't do well, primarily because everybody's not cut out to go to college. Right. Okay. And um, so I was working for the law firm, so I decided to just stop going to UAB. Okay. You know, my, my main focus when I was there was to either play basketball. Uh-huh. And Oscar Catlin told me, he said, son, you're too short. Yeah. Look, look at Oliver Robinson. He's taller than you. You, know? you used to get them buckets, man. Chief. 
Man, really? You know, he's always been in stout. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying, you got them buckets. Yeah. All yeah, right, yeah, all yeah. right. So I came from Ephesus Academy, and we had a really good basketball team. Okay, You know, okay. We, we were at 7 8 minute school, but we played on the public sector. Gotcha, okay? gotcha. So we are shutting some folk down. Gotcha. And uh, Jesse Fagan and all those cats that came through. Yeah. Then, you know. And um, so I went to UAB, decided I wanted to just work because I could recognize very readily that I really wasn't cut out to go to UAB. Yeah. Or any college for that matter. Yeah. Because I wasn't focused on that. Right. Wasn't interested. I so, was the same. You know, so I, I was going because my mom worked for the university hospital. Mm-hmm. Tuition was 50% off. Mm-hmm. And basically I had to end up paying it because I wasn't doing well. <laughs> right, right. So I, I decided to just start working. And as mm-hmm. a result of my working, Walking down the sidewalks and delivering papers, I became aware of what I really wanted to do, and that was to talk to people. Okay. So I would stop other lawyers on the street and ask them questions about where they went to school and how do they get to where they were. Not that I wanted to go to law school. I was just interested in something else. And they would call me up and take me to lunch and have me to serve papers for them. So I started Johnson Paralegal Services. So as I'm working for these law firm, this law firm, I'm also doing some business on the side entrepreneurism. Yeah. And so I did that for a number of years. I had a contract with all the lawyers around here to drop off papers, yeah. serve papers and stuff like that. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and, and some of the lawyers then are now judges. Yeah. You know, so I have a very rich relationship with the legal legal community right now. Yeah. Yeah. So um, going through UAB and stopping and going to work, and then I decided to have a family. Yeah. And then I decided, you know what? I need to get my act together. Uh-huh. And I began to pray about that thing, and the Lord led me to go to seminary. Wow. And um, I went to seminary, got my degree in pastoral theology, and um, then the rest is history. I, I pastored for a small period of time. Then I elevated to become the Youth Federation president. It's a federation in central Alabama under the Seventh-day Adventist auspices, mm-hmm. and I was over 14 churches. Mm-hmm. So I had about 1,500 young people in my youth ministries. And the interesting thing about being over a number of churches is that each one of these churches have a pastor, and each pastor has a, what, different personality. Right. So when you're dealing with different personalities, <laughs> you better put your bootstraps on. Yeah. So I decided I wasn't going to do ministry anymore. Lord, you have me, you've given me this degree. Let me go and get a job. Yeah. <laughs> so I left the ministry, so to speak, and went into corporate America. Okay. And that's when I became the director of human resources and training for an aviation company here in Alabama. Man. Yeah, so my life's work is around young people, period. Yeah. So while I have done the Youth Federation piece, when I got to PIMCO, I asked the CEO and the general counsel. The CEO was Ronald Aramini at the time, and Doris Sewell was our general counsel. Her husband, Jeff Sewell, was the county attorney at the time. I had done work for Jeff in the county and successful work Mm -hmm. on workers' compensation cases, and he told Doris that she needed to hire somebody like me to run her human resources department. Yeah. They hired me, and I did that function of human resources, and I got my certification in training. So I was going around speaking all over the place for them. But nevertheless, the, the, the thing that I enjoy most about that job, they allowed me once I asked them, is it possible because we're having a lull in aircraft mechanics that I will be able to go to the city of Birmingham schools, Shelby County, Jefferson County, and ask the superintendents to place on the report card general aviation, which means if you send me your kids in their 12th grade years, We'll teach them aviation. 
each of them agreed. So I would go the spring of the year, every year, and talk to the children about aviation, avionics, electricals, and such as that. Mm. And if they wanted to, they could register in August at the start of the year and come to PIMCO on their own dime. That means their own gas. We wouldn't go in to pick anybody up Mm -hmm. from 1 o'clock until 3 o'clock. They would arrive. My training department would teach them all the things they needed to know. Birmingham Airport gave us a Cessna so that the young people can work on the sheet metal. How to put a rivet in without driving it too far. How to make sure you're burning out the wires but not burning up the plane. You know, all these types of things. So we had all these kids to come through between August and May. When they graduated in May, they would take our test because we give them tests throughout the course. And if they pass our test, they would get hired, providing they could come back in June and take the drug test. Our kids, 125 of them over five years, is what I hired. They would come out there at age 18, work for three months because you can only work for three months before you become unionized. They would make $10 an hour for the first three months. After what year was that? This was 2000 to 2007. When I, when I left. $10 an hour? No, no, no. They weren't making $10. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Put your seatbelt on, brother. Okay. After three months, they became union, and they elevated to the union price. Their annual was $70,000. Wow. I had kids from Winona, Jackson Olin all over Birmingham, Huffman, coming to PIMCO two hours a day, five days a week, unless they were out of school, Veterans Day and holidays, they didn't have to show up. But they would take our test, pass our test, and get the bag. They got the bag. Let me ask you this. Because your life has been um, so dedicated to making a way for our kids and Provide. What's 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 missing? What? Like I'm I'm serious. Like, wh- where's the wh- gap? Where's the gap? Parental guidance. And let me take it even a step further. Where there's no vision, people perish. If there's no vision in the home, there's division in the home. Mm-hmm. I have discovered that even if I go to a school today and talk to a young person or a classroom of young people about how to get to the next level, once they get home, what I see it dies. Mm. Because I'm only in front of them for that particular hour. Right. They mean forgot you about lunch. Exactly. Unless home tells them, tell me what happened today. Mr. Johnson came by and he said, thus and so. I visited a school recently Young man, eighth grader, man, they called me and they said, you've got to come here. This kid sing over at XYZ school. Mm-hmm. That boy sung a, a, a temptation song, falsetta, 13 years old. I had to stand up and walk to the middle of the gymnasium with tears in my eyes because I had never seen anything like that. The teacher said, you need to meet his parents. I did. I've been calling those folks for three weeks. No response. We allow our children to die on the vine because we have not figured out how to water it. Once we learn how to water 
God gives the increase. Mm. Amen. And, and that's all. It's, that's what's missing. God is what's missing. It has nothing to do with prayer in school to me. Okay. Although I went to a private school. Right. It has something to do with prayer in your heart. Mm. We don't ever have to walk into a church, but it's good that we do because the church needs to walk in us. We should be the best sermon anybody sees or hears. I like to say that my walk and my talk are the same. That means it's congruent. Mm-hmm. What I say, I can back up. Because when John and Joe allowed me to work in their law firm, they said to me, don't ever say or write anything down. You don't want put on an exhibit board in front of a jury. I stand firmly in these size 12 and by my word because I have no reason to lie going forward or going backwards. My word is my word. That's my credit. Citizens Trust Bank, in service to the community since 1921. Here at Citizens Trust Bank, we've built ourselves on your trust. Trust that comes from stability, solidarity, and being a good community partner. We're proud to serve the Magic City by helping you turn your financial goals into reality. Whether it's saving for your child's education, to buying that dream home or vehicle, to starting or building your business, CTB has been there and will continue to be here to be a trusted advisor for all of life's milestones. We welcome the opportunity to earn your business and to serve you in the best capacity possible. Visit us online at ctbconnect.com or visit us at our location at 1700 Third Avenue North. We are Citizens Trust Bank. The bank that has been here is currently here and will continue to be here to serve the community. What's your favorite charity? The Nadine G. Johnson Foundation. Tell me about it. I would love to. Thank you for asking. Hmm. My mother, Nadine Godfrey Johnson, was a nurse. She discovered that her fingers were tingling and her arms and such were drooping. And my daughter, Megan, in 1990 was born, and she said, Rico, which was my family name, catch the baby. She's falling. So we took mom to the doctor, and they discovered she had Lou Gehrig's disease, also known as ALS. Mm Mm-hmm. So mother passed in 1995, and Courtney B. Vance, Angela Bassett's husband, was on television one day. I was cooking, but I wasn't facing the television, and I heard him say, you can't walk, you can't breathe, you can't move. And I said, he's talking about ALS. He said, this is ALS. So I created a foundation called the Nadine G. Johnson Foundation for ALS. And within that foundation, we raise money for shirts such as this and this so that we can send kids to film camp. And I will tell you about the film camp. So the Nadine D. Johnson Foundation is an organization of about 10 board members. And I speak on ALS, and I sit on the Alabama state, for the state of Alabama ALS board. Okay. And they asked me, prior to coming to me asking me to be on their board, how would this, or would this be a conflict? Because we do golf tournaments, we bring the NFL in. I say, I write movies. I make money from writing movies. And I bring our young people into the fold to teach them screenwriting, script writing how to hold a camera, how to talk in a mic 
voiceovers, all types of things. And so with that, I was talking to children at Carver High School, and they were interested in the Dunderhead Heights series because the teacher popped it in because they obviously weren't interested when I was there to talk about. And they said, how can we become a part of this? I said, well, if you show up tomorrow, and I was actually shooting an episode, I said, if you show up tomorrow, I'll put you in the movie. Three of them showed up. One young man came ready with his portfolio. My camera team hired him that day. Okay. Yes. I talked with him last night. He's coming to this gala that I'm doing. Yeah. But nevertheless, that's what it's all about for me, bringing people, young people, into the fold to learn. Because what children and young people and parents don't understand, much like myself, wasn't ready for college, but I did well in, ele- in elementary high school. But I didn't want to go to college because my focus was wrong. But some kids want to go but can't go for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Some kids will go and just fail for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But if you have an, a desire to really make a living, you can hold the grip or the gaff. That's four or $500 a day. Yeah. Making sure the angle is right on the lighting, four or $500 a day. And you go from set to set to set. And Atlanta is booming. Which brings me, well, yeah, it is. But I'll tell you what's getting ready to boom. Hmm. (laughs) You're right. Birmingham, Alabama. Why? Because Valton Johnson is who I am. Yes, I am. My man. We are getting ready to knock the socks off this mug. Tell me more. Tell me more. So I am actually (laughs) in school for acting, modeling, and voiceover. Not for me, but so I can add it to my arsenal. So when our young people come to the film camp, which is every spring break. Why spring break, the mayor asked me. And I told him last year because idle minds are the devil's workshop. We've mm. got to fill that void of time while they're out of school. we got to put them back in school mm-hmm. to give them something else that they're not getting every day. So we sponsored my wife and I, 40 kids last year. They didn't pay one thin dime. They were there from 8 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Larry Thornton provided the breakfast Monday through Wednesday. Scenic View provided Thursday and Friday. Newt's provided lunch. Jay Wings provided lunch. Charmille's provided lunch. Full Moon provided lunch. 1918 provided lunch for 60 people, no cost. Okay? My instructors came in and taught. We need to patronize every last one of them. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Absolutely. So my directors, my, my, my instructors came in and taught directing, producing, writing, Dance. I'll be teaching this year improv, okay? Mm. Because I want our children to be able to carry a story. I found a purple, purple cat in my house. You I just found a purple cat in your house because my dad put it there. Why did your dad put a purple cat in your house? Well, he actually bought us a cat, but my brother painted it purple. You see what I'm saying? That's an improv. You make a story go and go and go and go and go. And it creates creativity within your mind to be able to present a story that's believable because you put emphasis your words and you talk about it and make it come to life in the spiritual realm we'll take a scripture and we call it what exegesis <laughs> okay but in this world we call it improv okay wow yeah man so life is good life is real good and I just want other people to share in what I have man it's like the Lord is just pouring out blessings into my cup but my cup runneth over, and yet in my cup, behind my cup, below my cup is a saucer. So I would say and suggest to you, you better stand in the overflow. Amen to that. <laughs>
Amen. To yeah. That. Now, what is the story of Dundrell Heights? Wonderful. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so the premise for it yeah. was 1 Thessalonians 4.13, which states, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. In order for that to happen, you must be kin to Christ, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Just as when we die, our next of kin must show up to come and claim and identify our bodies. Mm-hmm. When Moses died in Jude 9, it says specifically, and yet while Michael is fighting with Satan over the body of Moses, Moses died. God dispatched Michael from heaven to go and get Moses because he wanted him in heaven. But Satan showed up and said, oh, no, you can't have him because you struck the rock when God told you to speak to it. That's disobedience. And you killed an Egyptian. That's murder. So they got to fighting over Moses' body. They both showed up. Why? Because they were his next of kin. So the premise for this was that passage of sermon that I preached 25 years ago. So when I came off the pulpit, the Lord said, make it a play. I don't know if I know play. So I sat on it. I started doing what I wanted to do, yada, yada, yada. Fifteen years later, the Lord woke me up. He said, I give you an assignment that you didn't do. Get it done. I said, yes, sir. So I went online, found a playwright. This young man came and wrote that thing, scenes and acts and all that sort of stuff. I hired these actors to come in and do this stuff, and we're going to do it at the play at Sixth Avenue Baptist Church. As we are going to the church to do the play in April the 4th, in March, we got a call from John Eppinger. And John said, the pandemic has shut us down. So the Lord spoke to me then. He said, make it a movie. I'm like, oh, come on. Are you are you for real? <laughs> I said, you want me to make it a movie, and you just shut it down from a play. He said, make it a movie, and don't wait 25 years. So I shot this thing in October, November, December, put it on YouTube because I didn't want my actors to feel like I wasted their time. Mm-hmm. Put it on YouTube, and Martel Holt saw it from Love and Marriage Huntsville. Okay. My frat brother, yo to the noops. And <laughs> and Martel called and said, hey, Valentin, I want to come out down to Birmingham and talk to you about this. So he showed it to the network. They called and said, hey, listen, man, we love this body of work, but what we want to do is send it to Atlanta because it's too scripted for us. So I met with these cats over the phone, man, uh, Go Media, Wayne Overstreet and Lynn Gibson and Bart Phillips, who's my producer. And Bart, his son, Seeker, he did the movie Eight. He's done some stuff with Javon Dewan, Jazzy Faye, all these cats, man, right? So they gave me a contract to do six episodes. So the pilot that the folks saw, it's hotshot lawyer, very successful, has a wife and has a girlfriend. They were like, oh, we already saw this. I said, yeah, but he also has a boyfriend. What? Yeah. So if you look at YouTube, Welcome to Dundra Heights, you'll see that piece of bo- that body of work, right? Yeah. So I'm going to share with you something that you will know in two weeks. So the guy goes to lunch with his parents at their home with his family. His phone is ringing constantly. He's like, his wife was like, who's that calling you, babe? <laughs> He's like, oh, ain't no man. You know how we ain't, ain't nobody. You know, One of my homies. Yeah, well, but yeah. <laughs> My boy will be hollering at him real quick. He was like, oh, it's just the office. She's like, well, it's Sunday. Why are they calling you? Oh, yeah, you know I got this case. And he's like, Dad, can I borrow your motorcycle? 
And dad's like, yeah, okay, where are you really going? He's like, dad, let me borrow your motorcycle. But it was his girlfriend calling him. So he goes to his girlfriend's house, leaves his family with his mom and dad. So he's, you know, doing his thing and his, you know, whatever, whatever. Phone's still blowing up. The wife calling, where well, we going home. Dad's calling, hey, man, bring me my motorcycle. And now his boyfriend is calling. Hey, dude, you need to come by and holler at me. So he tells his girlfriend, after they do, they do, I got to go by Ramon's house. He need to borrow some money. So he goes over Ramon's house. Boy, this mess, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he goes to Ramon's house. And Ramon, you know, it's like, hey, man, I know you're feeling bad about what's going on with you and your wife, but, you know, I can make you feel good like I used to in college. And he's like, no, man, I ain't here for that, you know. He was like, well, go on on then, basically. But he didn't know his girlfriend followed him to Ramon's house. So when he comes out and jumps on his dad's motorcycle to rush home to drop it off so he can get back to his own house, the girlfriend runs over him. So you see him lying there on the pavement. If you pull it up, you'll see it. He's lying on the pavement, okay? And the beautiful thing about theatricals is that you can take brown paint or brown food coloring that squirts and make it look like blood against the camera. You can take this bottle and cut it up and pour water on top of it on the street and it'll look like glass. So if you think somebody's lying on glass, they're lying on plastic. (laughs) So it's many, many things you can do that's low budget. Now, if you got millions and millions of dollars, you can do whatever the heck you want to do. Yeah. But, you know, until I get there, I have to do what I have to do, and that's improvise. So he's lying there on the pavement, and John Eppinger said, If I would not have you to be ignorant, brother, concerning those who have fallen asleep. Yes, he did. (laughs) Wow. So the next episode opens at the showing premiere that you have been invited to. So the world hadn't seen it. They can't see it until I finish the sixth episode because I have to send two through six to the network. They're going to upload it, and then everything will be there. So I took the name Next of Kin out of it because that would have pigeonholed me, right? Only kinfolk. So Mm. I created Welcome to Dundra Heights because anything can happen in General Hospital, anything can happen at Nice Landing, and certainly anything can happen in Dundra Heights. Now, where did Dundra come from? That's what I was Ah, just about to ask. (laughs) There's a beautiful young lady that I met several years ago. Uh Her name is La Cherie Dundra, and her new last name is Johnson. So I I took my wife's middle name and made it a part of the movie, Welcome to Dundra Heights. And we created Dundra, Texas. There's no place called Dundra, Texas. There's no place called Sparta, Mississippi. That was Kanye's Georgia. Yeah. So I created Dundra, Texas, because it has a certain flair. What do you do in Texas? You drill in Texas for oil. I love it. Right? Right? So that's where we get all this stuff from. And each character, I was talking to Dr. Bill Cosby last September, and he said. Wait, don't just drop that like that. What? (laughs) I was just talking to how you meet him? I mean, stop. Tell us the so, story of that. So, Andrew Wyatt. Yeah. Andrew and I have breakfast whenever he comes to town. Tell him I said hello I and that I want him to come on my podcast. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I will. So, Andrew uh, and I were having breakfast, and Dr. Cosby called. 
Okay. And he let me speak with him. Oh, wow. Yeah, very exciting. That's cool. And, and he was talking about how do you develop characters, and I was telling him about my movie. He said, well, how much money are you spending in your character development? I said, oh, about $3,000. $3,000? I spent $300,000 on my character. Get Andrew back the phone. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, boy, you playing. Exactly, exactly. He was like, boy, you ain't in this arena for real. <laughs> but he was telling me that, you know, take your character and give them a, a real background. So Jay, the lawyer, has a background. Yeah. His mom and dad has a background. Yeah. So if you watch the clip that's on YouTube, the dad comes out to the son. He says he's smoking a cigarette. He says, hey, man, um, Junior, is everything okay? He says, don't call me that. Wait a minute. Now, I have raised you for 40 years. I can call you Junior because you're my boy. But you'll find out why he said that in the next episode. Okay? So I have a sister to this guy. I call her Ruby Red. Why Ruby Red? Because Ruby Red Grapefruit is the fruit of Texas. Yeah. Okay? So you give everybody something that's connected to where they're from. Yeah. Okay? So the dad had a child out of way like the mom, the son, both gay and like whatever he likes. You know, and then the sister is a stripper, and she got this stripper club called Shakes, which I had to trademark because I don't want anybody to steal it. Yeah. So, you know, so it's a whole bunch of stuff goes on into making a film and developing your characters and all these trademarks and things you have to do in order to protect your IP. All right. So if I'm understanding correctly, because <clears throat> I've never given thought to this, but mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm an actor. I'm you bringing me into a movie. So you tell him that's the history of his life as Right. The actor. Right. Like, your mama wasn't married to your dad. Yeah. That, that's a part of it. That's that a, makes sense. Right, right. That's your character. Yeah. What you are has made you your character. Yeah. You follow me? That's your bloodline. And the more you spend it's, in that type that, stuff. It becomes you. Mm. It becomes you. That's why some people take six months to a year and go by themselves to read their character. Mm. So they can immerse themselves. When I was the facilitator at Mercedes-Benz years ago, there was something called brand immersion. They would fly all their employees from around the world into Tuscaloosa. Mm -hmm. It was my responsibility to take them and to teach them about everything of a Mercedes-Benz from the very start, from 1864 when, um, I forget her name, she married Carl Benz, mm -hmm. and then Bella Barina. Mm -hmm. You ever heard of Bella Barina? Mm -hmm. Bella Barina, if your car hits... So, uh, object. It may hit on the front, but the crinkle may show up on the back. Mm -hmm. Why? Because Bella Barina created what's called the crumple zone. Mm. So it protects the people on the inside of the cabin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the car can be mangled, but people on the inside are not hurt to death. Mm. So I had to learn all this stuff in short order so that when people came in, the CEO of Mercedes, the president of Mercedes USA, all these people, they're looking at me to give them the brand mm -hmm. of Mercedes immersion. So it's a wonderful thing to, to have knowledge. My daughter, who's studying uh, justice law and criminology at American University in D.C., she moved in August, doing extremely well. She texted me. She said, hey, Dad, I'm going to call you when I get out of class today. I said, well, have fun. And she sent me an emoji, have fun. I said, learning is fun. Mm. So I want to find out what she learned tonight. That's right. You know, so I'm not paying for it. She's on scholarship, but I still want to know. 
just yeah. as I want to know what McKenzie is learning down at University of Alabama. I want to know how Megan Days goes over here at Alabama Power Company. I want to know how my granddaughter Chloe is doing in school at Phillips Academy. I want to know how my oldest daughter Amy Christina and her husband Michael are doing over there in Atlanta with my two grandchildren Noah and Zoe who are in private school as well. Shout out to y'all! Hey, yeah, yeah. So, so, so when you're when you're in, in a man who is involved with his family, you're managing all these things only by the grace of God. I want to thank my friend Valton Johnson for joining us. Man, I wish you nothing but the best. Thank and you. um, if you ever need an extra, call me. I'll be there. <laughs> And I am so into uh, sports, entertainment, and and those of you who are going into it, exposing our young people to the jobs behind the scenes. I so dig that, and I and I salute you for it. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate that. I want to thank you all for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63, R360News, and UrbanHam.com. Don't forget to look at Dundrell Heights on YouTube. God bless. This podcast has been brought to you by Jefferson County Sheriff's Office.